wonderful people. How you doing? Hello. All right. uh, who here loves chocolate? Excellent. Oh, Very good. Right. Uh, I'd just like to mention one thing. There are some little uh, things around that we're given around. Please don't eat them at the moment. And if you have any food allergies whatsoever, even if it's something that doesn't relate to chocolate, please don't have what's in there. Okay? Don't eat anything that we've got tonight. Okay? Uh, we, Especially you can have some not chocolate the cup. tomorrow. Especially not the cup. That would yeah. be bad. Uh, so uh, my name is Stefan. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a food writer, and I'm fascinated by chemistry. Uh, this is Andrea. He's a chemistry, and you're fascinated by food. Food, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say hello. 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 I'm Andrea. This is hello. Hugh. This is hello. Hugh. Hugh is an ex-chef, <laughs> as of, what, about three weeks ago? Yeah, retired. Retired <laughs> chef. Uh, and he's brilliant. Just early um, retirement. Yeah. Uh, so we want to know what your name is. <laughs> you don't have a name? Yeah. yeah. So what's your name? All right, last chance. Great... What's your name? <laughs> you rock. Okay, so now, uh, so, uh, uh, the chemistry of uh, chocolate, very difficult, but very quick. Here we go. You're getting this. It's complicated. You've been a wonderful audience. Uh, thank you very much. Bye. We'll catch you later. All right. Oh, it's still, is it on that side? Yes. Hang on. Get right, back right. on that side. Oh, are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Everyone rumble. We need a rumble. We need a rumble. Like that. Go. All right. Okay, we need to be hanging. In no, no, not a turd. <laughs> Trust him to lower the tone. <laughs> this turd-like <laughs> object is the most important thing in the whole story because this is where it all begins. A cocoa pod. Is that it? Is that all we get? Yeah. All right, okay, so... Uh, so we are going to kind of tear apart chocolate and put it back together again and have a lot of fun on the way. Now, when you... So this is, this is a cocoa pod. I've had this... I bought this at the grocer's at the end of my road, actually. Um, bizarrely, every now and then they'll have a cocoa pod. And what happens is these grow... I mean, they, they grow in a few different places around the world. Um, Cote d'Ivoire the, um, uh, is probably one of the, the biggest producers of, of uh, cocoa. Um, now, this is what it looks like um, when it comes... Inside here, you get a mixture of a kind of a, of a white flesh... And then lots and lots of these little beans. And this is the raw beans. So this is what you've got in your little white cup there. You've all got one of these little beans. And what you can do is you can try and break it into two and have a little look at what's inside it. So give it a little snap if you can. Have a little smell as well, actually. It's a really interesting smell. What, you know, you give, us, give us your the chef's professional reaction. Whiny. Whiny? Something alcoholic they don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like food. Tastes like alcohol, apparently. Uh, okay. 
So have you had a little fiddle with it? Has anyone not got hold of one? Have you have not been given one? Okay, we have got, Hugh, would you mind spinning around to the few people who've not got one? I think there we've are got, a few more trays. Oh, did they all go in there? I think all the trays have gone. Oh, I think they've all gone. You'll have to share, you'll all have to share. Anyway, right, quiet, you horrible lot. Shh. Right, so inside the Cocoa Pod are these little things called nibs. Now, if you take the pod, if you can scratch the skin off the, off the, the bean, which, and some of those beans you'll be able to and some of them you can't, you'll find inside um, the nibs. Now, they sort of collapse into a few little bits. Now, those are the other things that you've got inside there. And this is what they look like. Can you see that all right? So these are the nibs. It's just broken up little bits. Um, and what's interesting is you, you do get a sort of a chocolatey, kind of heady hit from them when, when you have a smell. So there's an there's a, there's a incredibly complex set of flavors in there. Um, but what's really amazing about chocolate, just across the board, is the fact that it is one of the most extraordinary bits of, of chemistry that I've come across. Um, it's got the most amazing flavor profile, most complex fa flavor profile of any food on the planet. But what's, what's really mind-blowing is the different hoops that you have to jump through to get from this stuff, which tastes pretty horrid. And you can have a little try. As long as you don't have any allergies, you can get one of those little nibs, which are the sort of horrible hard bits, have a little taste of it. You'll get a sort of slightly chocolatey sensation, but it's pretty grim. It's quite bitter. There's lots of unpleasant compounds in there. And basically, throughout the course of history, from kind of from when the Aztecs were, were drinking this stuff and the Mayans, they went through loads of different hoops of technology to be able to turn it into the chocolate that we know and love. So, and there are little bits of chocolate in there already. Has anyone eaten the chocolate already that's in there? A few people, cheeky monkeys. Uh. Um, and when, when you do that, we're going to come on to why it tastes so good in a little while. But, but this is the sort of the stuff that's in there. Now, uh, shh, okay, if you can be quiet a little bit, that would be great. Thank you. So as well as the, um, as well as the, the, um, the cocoa that you get um, cocoa powder from, you also get these things here. So these are, this is cocoa butter. And what you do is you press the, the bean under a huge amount of force to be able to extract as much of the fat as possible. And this, this is coated butter. We're going to play with that a bit later on as well. The other things that you get in, um, in chocolate, in milk chocolate you've got, is this stuff. That is uh, milk powder. And then you've got the cocoa, which is uh, a kind of a reduction from those cocoa beans. And this stuff here, which is sugar. 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 Okay, now, we, but by the way, we've never done this show before. So we are going to be utterly chaotic and a little bit rambling. Rather, I'm going to ramble, and you're going to get you're me back ramble on track. And okay, so, yeah. so those are the basic ingredients. Now, what I want to do is show you. I just want to cook uh, a, bit of, a bit of chocolate for you. Do you like, I mean, would you like me to cook some chocolate? You can have a little taste of it at the end. Okay, so in here, I've got some... Uh, if we can go live... Ah, not that. You've had that. Uh, if we can go live... To, I, said it was, I said it was going to be chaotic. Live to my um, uh, camera, that would be great. Leave a recording. This takes a little while to switch over, so bear with, bear with us for a second. So what we're going to do is we're going to heat up um, this, this sugar that's in here. Um, and now it's been heated up previously to something called hard crack. Now hard crack is this amazing state um, that sugar goes to when you heat it up to about 154 degrees, isn't it, Hugh? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So 154 degrees. Um, and then, so Andrew, so th this, it becomes basically a type of glass, doesn't it? Right. Can you sort of explain to us why that is, though? So the really interesting thing about sugar is that sugar is one of the stickiest molecules out there. And what it does is it sticks very, very strongly to water. And so if you dissolve sugar in water, it dissolves very, very well. And then you can boil it down and boil it down and boil it down. And as you boil it down, the temperature goes up and up and up. And if you stop 
at 154 degrees, you've removed just enough water that the whole thing will solidify and turn to a glassy rock. And that's actually the exact temperature you need in order to make hard candy. And so that's precisely what they've done, is they've taken it up to that perfect state with just the right amount of water. So you can see it up here, it's bubbling away. So is, is the, does that mean that the bubbles are what's left of the, of the water? Those bubbles are bubbles of steam coming up, right, through the liquid. So, so we, we get rid of most of the water, but there, there, there will still be some... Uh, Tiny, there's still a little bit there. So we just bring it up to temperature, and then... Um, anyone had a crunchy bar before? Yeah. I really, really? I love crunchy bars. They're it's really good. shocking. <laughs> At your so, age. So what we're going to make is, uh, is a crunchy bar, um, basically. Um, now, this probably needs to get up to... Uh, did you find the, the thermometer? It's here. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so we're going to just check the temperature of this. It needs to be nice and high. It needs to be up to about 130. Oh, we're nearly there. 125, and then 97 in the middle. <laughs> so we're going to get it up a little bit more. Um, and then I'm going to drop something um, in called uh, bicarbonate soda. Now, this is something that you'll probably all have in your cupboard at home. It's something you make cakes with. And what you normally do in a cake is you add, well, you add either, either something called baking powder or bicarbonate soda. And um, what happens is it releases um, carbon dioxide. So there's two ways of doing it. Basically, it can be an acid-base reaction, which is what happens when you add um, citric acid to it or something acidic to it slightly. Um, or you can do um, it, uh, it degrades under heat and will release carbon dioxide that way. How are we doing there? Very close, it? 120. It's like watching a kettle boil. <laughs> so when we're there, you reckon 120? Oh, I think. Yeah, see, a little bit, little bit low. Getting there. So this is an induction hob, very clever thing, but we have uncleavered it by putting a hot plate on the top. Uh, by the way, uh, this, is, um, this is our robot, which was, uh, it was going to be really, really good. I just took delivery of it today, um, and we thought we'd bring it up to show you. Ran out of battery. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's got, it's got a, I mean, I'll, I'll give it one more try, but it's got a Malteser firing device. Um, which, so, so it shoots out Maltesers, and it will just about hit you guys here somewhere if I can get it, if I can get it to work. But I can't get it to work. It's so annoying. Controller required. Turn it on. Yeah, let's give it a try. One last try. Oh, it's calibrating. Oh, do you know what? It might work. We've only got a tiny bit of battery left. Oh, no, it's just gone down. Or has it gone down? No, it's just gone down. Is it going to fire? Oh, I'm sorry. It's like torture, isn't it? Tell them that I've got a robot that fire. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, imagine I'm the robot. Are you ready? There we go. <laughs> it's largely like that, only more clever. Okay, how are we doing over here? Very close. Do you think I should go very for close. it or should I, I wait for it? Should... You're very close. Yeah. I, I would go for it. Or should I just throw chocolates around for, yeah. for 50 throw minutes? Throw chocolates for another, another couple of minutes. We're at 125. Yeah, go on. 127. We're nearly there. Go for it. Okay, should we go for it? I think All right. Go for so it. watch very carefully. Uh, we should, it, it does have another function. It, it is still useful, don't worry. We will come back to it in a bit. In a bit. Okay? So if you look really closely at this, I'm gonna bring this back a little bit. Get a bit of a wider shot on. Just keep that there so I can show what's gonna happen. Get her into focus. There we go. Okay, here we go. So uh, it's about half a teaspoon of bicarbonate soda. I'll drop it in there and give it a good stir. And hopefully, it's hot enough. 
I don't think it is. Oh, it's just about going to do it. I think we Ooh, might. Loads oh, loads of bubbles. Is it? Loads of bubbles. Okay, so we're getting a few bubbles. It's not quite what I expected. Hugh, what do you think? Is, I don't, I'm not sure if that's quite done the trick. Yeah, Charming. Put, put some more in. <laughs> <laughs> is that a chef that's talking? That's a chef, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Choke some more in. Choke some more in. Another wafer thin mint. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's quite a nice foam we've got going there. Okay. Okay, so that is, that's, okay, that's bubbling up quite nicely, certainly at the top as well. Mm. So then, do you want to come in here and we can have a little, little look at what happens when I drop it into the... Okay, if we can go back live to the screen. Oh, we're rising nicely now. If we can go back live to the uh, live camera, um, Jamie, that would be brilliant. Okay. With that. Okay, so now we're going to take it down here and pour it into some moulds. And it should continue to bubble. And this is how a crunchy bar is made, only slightly with a little bit more showmanship than I've, <laughs> I've given it. There we go. Um, we, so this is a silicon mold, and they're great because you can put pretty much anything in it, and it will hopefully come out of it later on. There we go. <laughs> It'll, because I've put loads of um, bicarb in it, it should taste nicely of bicarb. <laughs> it's like eating soap. But, you, but if I hadn't said that, you'd probably go, oh, this is nice. All right, so I'm going to hand that over to Hugh. Hugh is, oh, you might as well take the whole thing. Hugh is now in charge of that. Um, but we'd like to have a little look at, oh, come on, take that off. It's going to burn. Um, but uh, what we'd like to do is take a little look at um, sugar and the energy that you get in, in, in different substances, especially sugar. So um, what I need is a volunteer. I need a volunteer who's preferably somebody who's a bit older. Have we got any, anyone who's 12 in the audience? Anyone 12? You? Would you like, yeah. Well, okay, why don't you come around? Okay. Uh, actually, do you know what? Do you know what? I, I know that might, I might be torturing you, but what I actually need is somebody who plays a wind instrument. <laughs> Brilliant! Come on then. There you go. Are you just lying? Oh, excellent. Come out then. Fantastic. Okay. What's your name? Alice. Alice. This is Alice. Give Alice a little round of applause. Small one. Stop! Stop! She hasn't done anything yet. All right. So, there you go. You're, you're, you're loving your work there. Okay. So, let's put those on first. Okay. So, what we have over here is... Where is the sugar? Have you got the sugar out over there? Oh, no, we hit the it. The icing sugar? Oh, the icing sugar, yeah. The icing sugar? That, oh, that's in that one. Brilliant. Okay, so, Alice, what we have here is a strange uh, bit of hosiery, uh, and I need a spoon. Sorry, I'm running about here. Uh, actually, do you want to bring that whole bit okay. over? So, first of all... Uh, yeah, it so does. <laughs> have you seen this before? Okay, so, head back. Are you allergic to any foods? No, all right, so stick your tongue out. There you go. Have a little try of that. Sugar. So, it's, 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 I mean, this is just normal icing sugar. Now, uh, a quick, quick practice blow. So what you're going to do is you're going to blow through that, put your, put your lips all the way around it, and blow through it as hard as you can in one puff like that. Okay, quick practice. Okay, that's more of a... <laughs> you need, it needs to be a... <laughs> like that. Yeah, it sounds slightly like you've got rheumatism. <laughs> okay, let's... Uh, okay, so it needs to be a puff, a real puff. So, I mean, uh, how do we do this bit? Maybe put your, well, you, what, what sort of instrument do you play? Wind. The, uh, wi what, what wind? You just have wind. <laughs> That's not what I was after at all. So, I, I tell you what, put, like, play, like playing a trumpet. Try, try going from the outside. Yeah. It, like that. All right, we'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. All right, come over here. Come over here. Right. Okay. okay so, let's stick, stick your end up. There we go. Put two teaspoons of icing sugar in this. Like that. There we go. And then... Uh, what you're going to do is I'm going to place you a bit further over there, a bit further that way. 
Uh, I'm going to turn on this blowtorch, okay? And then, and once it's on, obviously it's dangerous and hot. And then you're going to blow it. I'm going to hold it in the right position. I'm going to blow it up like that. <laughs> I would go and, uh, halfway back. Yeah, keep going, keep going. Stop! Perfect. Okay. Uh, and then you're going to blow it, but in a puff. Okay. One, not, but like that. Okay. Right. Promise me. All right. You can do this. So here we go. Why? I should. You should never point a blowtorch at your face and turn it on. Really, should you? Okay. Are you ready? Let's give her a countdown. Three. Two, one, blow! Oh, that was beautiful. Fantastic. Okay, hold on there. That was really good. That was really good. I was really impressed with that. Okay, Andrea, do you want to come and talk about combustion? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and you've got another thing to blow up as well, haven't you? Do I? Well, you see, as I said, we haven't really practiced this. I much. think. No, no. I you got, got it. This, I got this. I got this. And you know what? So... The impressive thing there is the way in which you can actually get something like sugar, right, to burn like that. Now, why is it? Well, that's because the cocoa pods, part of the cocoa plants, and plants need something really important in order to grow, and that is energy from the sun. And that sugar is actually a storehouse. What they do is they take the energy from the sun and they turn it into sugar, and they store that energy for a rainy day. Now, I think we should take a look at a little bit of drinking chocolate and see how this behaves. Because the drinking chocolate now has a whole lot more. It hasn't just got the sugar, but it's also got some of the fat. It's got the chocolate, the cocoa. It's got the cocoa fat, the butter that we'll talk about later on. And, of course, it has... Where's the match? I see it's got a little pizza. It's got a thing. Oh, yes. Oh, God. And, of course, there's the sugar in there as well. So let's go and take a look. Let's see if you can match what you did before. Uh, countdown? So you were nearly there. <laughs> <laughs> she just inhaled. Don't. Whatever you do, don't inhale, or you'll end up with hot chocolate all the way down your lungs. Okay? Okay, ready? Five, Three, two, two one. one, go. Ooh, Ooh not bad, bad. not bad, yeah. Fantastic. And so, clearly, although that was less impressive than the sugar, right, there's actually an awful lot of energy which is stored in the chocolate. And it's in the form, of course, of sugar, but also of fat. And then there's other goodies, too. So I think we should one. Give one. No more than that. No more than that. But just for luck, we'll throw a couple more robotic ones. Ooh, I got you. OK? And one out that way. And one out there. <laughs> what about just here? Good. Whoa. OK. Very good. Uh, big round of applause for Alice. Thank you very, Thank much, you very much, Alice. Get out! Uh, so, uh, the big question is, where does sugar come from? What, what does sugar come from? Anyone know? Who shouted out? Beet, that's right. Beet, beet is one. Cane. Beet and sugar cane. So, in the UK, if you get table sugar, uh, about, it's actually about half and half. Um, it sort of changes every year. But it's about half is sugar cane, half is sugar beet. So, I thought what we do is we would extract so. some sugar from some sugar cane. So, here we are. This is going to destroy half the uh, half of the tabletop here. Actually, Hugh might be an idea to 
save it <laughs> somewhere. Uh, right, what I need is uh, an extremely violent volunteer, please. Uh, actually, I tell you what, we should get somebody from the back, because people at the back don't. Um, the gentleman there, with, right in the middle, with your hand up, with two rows from the back. Yes, the one saying, is he pointing at me? Yeah, that's the fellow. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do, so this stuff here is sugarcane. Um, and it grows pretty high, I mean, it grows higher than me. I've been on a sugarcane plantation in Haiti, actually. It is brutal, brutal work. Um, you get a big machete, and you hack it down um, like, like that. Do you want to make sure that it comes down and doesn't trip over anything? Um, so, and they sort of hack it down and chuck it behind them onto a big pile. Um, and it's, I mean, it's real back-breaking work. Um, and I got this from Brick Lane. So um, it's, it's something that's eaten a little bit um, by various ethnic communities in London. So who do we have here? Uh, Adam. Adam. You were un unsure of that. <laughs> this is Adam. Give Adam a small round of applause. Stop! And, and you haven't done anything yet. All right, so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to put um, some ridiculous clothing on you. <laughs> Very essential. Okay. Uh, this is so cheap, I don't know where it, it actually opens. Oh, here we are. All right, here we go. No expense, ex expense spared. No expense <laughs> spent, actually. Right, so uh, let's put that on you over that way. There we go. Like that. And come through there. Only your head. Only the head. Get your arm out. What's he like? There you go. Hey, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> do you feel like you look a bit silly in that? Yeah, because you do. All right, so come up here. There we go. Oh, you look gorgeous. And now, so what we're going to do is we're going to beat, beat the living heck out of this piece of sugarcane, okay? There's your hammer. Now, have you done a lot of DIY in the past? You have, fantastic. Okay, so no fingers. Okay, let's not do that for starters. Uh, keep your fingers away, please, and take one whack at a time, and make it, make it, make each one count. So a good bonk, but give it, you know, give it, hit it in the right place. Go for it. That was really good. Yeah, another one like that. You actually hit it. Right, I thought it was brilliant. Oh yes, look at that. That's lovely. All right, now maybe one of, 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 of the, off to the side. Not in the same place, you nut job. <laughs> so try, now try, try whacking it there. It's tricky, it's, tr it's tricky stuff, this, actually. Hey! You're right over there, that's a little bit of flying sugar. Let's bring, should we bring the safety screen a little bit closer? There we go, and another bit. Oh, you can come up and put some shelves up around my house, mate. There we go. Uh, no, turn, let's turn it over, let's turn it over, and give it another whack there. Oh, yeah, you're getting, have you got sort of violent issues? <laughs> that's brilliant, okay, stop right there, okay. So, so this is, well done, you knackered, all right. All right, step back a little bit so we can see your lovely face. All right, so this is what's happened here. Adam has obliterated this bit of sugar cane. Um, and what you get is, is these really strong fibers. So it's really, really hard fibers. So see if you can, actually, you can grab one of these pieces here. You grab that bit there. Have a little taste, have a little chew on that. Um, what, what do you get out of that? Apple-y? Yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's, I, I guess it's got the, sort of the sugar content of an apple. It's, it's, it's sweet, but it's not really overwhelmingly Stone, sweet. Definitely. And what they do is they put these things it's through really massive, um, it's like a wrangle. How do, how do you explain wrangles to kids? <laughs> two big rollers, two big metal rollers, and it sort of crushes it through. And it, and it basically breaks up all the, cell, the cellular structure, and it releases a lot of the liquid, which has a relatively high sugar content. That's boiled down, and, um, and, you, and you get rid of a lot of the water, leaving behind a relatively high content of sugar. So that is sugar beans. Brilliant. Give them a massive round of applause. You can leave the hammer there. And uh, you can take those off. And as a massive treat, you can keep that. Yeah, go on, get out of here. Off your pop. <laughs> you don't have to keep it, obviously. Um, so, this, so that's what, how, how, uh, how you get the um, stuff out of sugar. Now, sugar beet is, is slightly different. 
Um, the reason we're talking about this is because um, there's a lot of sugar in chocolate. It's added to chocolate. Um, with sugar beet, it's, it's the same sort of thing. You take sugar beet, it looks like a massive, flipping great beetroot, and it tastes a little bit sweet. Again, it's not even as sort of sweet as, as an apple. Um, and they grind it, they sort of grate it into little pieces, they'll boil it down, get the sugar out into water, and then, and then reduce the sugar down until they get enough out of it. Um, so, uh, so that was quite interesting. Now, what we're going to show now, uh, Andrea, with you, um, you were going to talk about um, the butter, the cocoa butter, mm. and making something out of that, and, and using the fat. And we saw those little white blobs. Have you got them there in front of you? Have you got Have, some little white blobs? Anyone eaten them? Who's eaten the little white blobs? You can't eat them. Can I tell you something, let you in on a secret? One of the really interesting things is that from a chemistry point of view, those little white blobs are made of something we call a triglyceride. And a triglyceride means, and I'm holding in my hand three carbons, right? And those are glycerin. And it's got three long, dangly chains. And all of the oils and fats that you will find in your kitchen have this basic structure. That's quite interesting because sometimes you find that it's quite runny, like this stuff. This is olive oil. Sometimes, on the other hand, what you find, except that it's been stolen, uh, is that it's a solid. Hey. Like this. How many? What? You don't like this? It's beautiful. It's large. And you know what's really interesting? Is that when you look at cocoa butter and you look at lard, they are chemically almost identical. Now, you guys were saying, yuck. And yet this stuff, you go mad for. Now, there's something really special about the cocoa butter. And the thing about the cocoa butter and about these glycerides is the fact that depending on how long these chains are and depending on how stiff they are, because you can put little stiffening, some, 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 some of these actually have stiff links in them called double bonds. Depending on that, that changes the melting point. And so olive oil is a liquid at room temperature. Lard is a solid at room temperature. And chocolate, well, it sits right on the edge. And the interesting thing is that if you actually take some cocoa butter and you rub it on your lips, you'll find that it melts. It melts, and it goes from a solid to a liquid just at your body temperature. And one of the crucial things in making chocolate is actually that process of melting. And so here I have, right, some melted cocoa butter. And unlike regular butter, this stuff is almost cold. I mean, I can hold it. It's at about 34 degrees. And I want to show you something really quite interesting about it. Now, if I take a cocoa berg, this is a cocoa berg, right? And I drop it into a cocoa ocean. What's going to happen to the cocoa berg? 
What's it going to do? Is it going to sink or is it going to float? I think we should take a vote. How many people think that it's going to float? How many people think that it's going to sink? It's really interesting here. I think there's a little bit more who think it will float as opposed to the people who think it will sink. Now let's take a look. This is one of those times, right, when you're asking a question. And what we have to do is to do an experiment. And when you do an experiment, you're doing something where you don't know what the right answer is. So let's do it. Here is, in fact, in the name of proper science, I have not one, not two, not three, but four of these birds. Ready? We're going to drop it in. So if you want to focus on the beaker, watch what happens. Ready? Where did that one go? Now, you know what? <laughs> this is amazing. Because it did exactly what I didn't expect. <laughs> which is kind of interesting. What we've got are actually three pieces that sank and one piece that floated. And the piece that floated, if you look at it closely, look around the edges. I don't know whether we can focus in. You can see something interesting. Can you see some little bubbles around it? Yeah. I think that piece is a cheat because it's got some bubbles in it. And whenever I've done this before now, right, we've had the Cocobergs go to the bottom. And that's the normal behavior, right, with a liquid. And I think you should go and do some experiments. You should do some experiments, not necessarily with the expensive cocoa butter, but maybe with something like this, with olive oil. And what you should do is go home and take some olive oil, and you should pour it into an ice cube tray. This will drive your parents completely mad, <laughs> right? And then what you do is you very carefully take the tray, and you put it into the freezer without spilling any. Yeah? OK. Tomorrow morning, what you do is you fill a glass with the oil and then take your olive oil bergs and drop them in. And I think you'll see that those ones sink. And it really indicates the fact that actually water is very special. And most materials, right, unless they've got bubbles in them, will actually sink when you freeze them in their own liquid. And so the special thing about cocoa butter is the fact that the lengths of these chains and the stiffness of them is just right to ensure that it melts right at the temperature you put it in your mouth. Stephanie. Do you know what um, body temperature is? Shout out if you know. Yay, yeah. hey, good. So 37 yeah, degrees. Yeah, 37 degrees. This stuff melts at 34 degrees. So it's just right. It will sit nicely on the shelf unless you live somewhere really hot. And then when you pop it in your mouth, what it will do is it will melt. Um, so what we've got, in, in, so with, the, with the melted concept, we have got some melted chocolate here. 
And Hugh is going to make... Has anyone ever had a whisper bar before? Yeah? <laughs> Hugh is going to make a whisper bar. Um, and he's going to talk us through it. So, yeah, so sure. tell us, what have you got in there? Um, so this is a mixture of chocolate and cocoa butter. And we've got some dark chocolate and some milk chocolate in there. We've been experimenting a lot, haven't we? We have. The perfect one. Hugh, Hugh always orders the most expensive yeah. chocolate on the planet. <laughs> to experiment it's delicious, with. and I can, I can testify. It is. Um, and so that's a mixture of, it's partly milk chocolate, a little bit of milk chocolate, a little bit of cocoa butter, and a lot of the most expensive 70% uh, <laughs> chocolate on the planet. Um, and then you're going to put it into what? Um, so this is a whipped cream dispenser. It's charged by laughing gas. Laughing gas, it is. Interestingly. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's ever had a child here, that, that stuff that, uh, that you have in, uh, in the hospital um, on tap, uh, nitrous oxide. Um, so these, you get little canisters of this here. And um, it, it powers, uh, it, it pressurizes this canister. Um, and then uh, and that, those bubbles should stay, and a few of the bubbles should stay in the liquid enough. I've been to the Whisper factory, actually. Um, it's a Cadbury's Whispers, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. it was in uh, Bourneville. So I, I went to the, the Whisper factory. Um, the first, the first ten, 10 minutes of being in, in the factory is absolute bliss. You're literally breathing in chocolate. The next 20 hours that you spend filming there, you want to vomit a little bit? Because it's sort of this cooked chocolate flavour, and after a while, it, it, it's sort of, it kind of makes you quite tired. You sort of want to just give up with, with chocolate. And, and when you leave, you don't eat chocolate for a week. It's really weird. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, so, so you've got a little canister of the nitrous oxide there. Yeah. So we're, we're basically pressurising this. So it's sort of the same way. Anyone ever had popping candy before? Um, space dust. So the way that that's done is it's cooked under pressure. Slightly, obviously, a different system with this. But basically, you pressurise something. It's done with carbon dioxide. Um, and then uh, the, uh, the candy, that is basically hard cracked sugar, um, mixed with lots of carbon dioxide, and it's cooled under pressure. And then the pressure's taken off, but the little bubbles of carbon dioxide are stuck inside the popping candy. So when you put it in your mouth um, and you dissolve it using, the, using your saliva, each of those little bubbles trapped inside, when, when you break the, the surface of it, it snaps the rest of it around it and, and pops out under pressure, which is why you get the little crackers. I've made a massive mess of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate Funny everywhere. That. Like you've made a massive mess of my kitchen for the last three weeks. Well, you love it. Is. I do love it. It's great. Well, it's been a lot. Is, is that, oh, is it Mike? Is ready it okay? to go? Yeah. That's very kind of you. No, no, you, you should do it. You should do it. Okay. Go on. So, uh, so that's two lots of, um, two charges two of, charges um, of that, yeah. nitrous oxide. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and then come in nice and close. And, um, and then you give it a good shake, and then upside down. <laughs> hey! There we go. You coated the front row. <laughs> so you lose some of the bubbles as they come out, but enough stay in to give you a... <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it on purpose now, aren't you? beauty. Showmanship. I like it. I like it. Something a little bit creepy about it? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. It's not my face. <laughs> Great, okay. <laughs> okay, so, um, so that's stage one. Stage two we're going to do over here. We might need to move your lovely molecular yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, model there. Um, because, now the trouble about, obviously, we're going back to melting points, is that you do, now it takes a bit of time. And the, the quickest way, to, you know, if we want to actually get you to, to, um, to taste this stuff, we need to cool this pretty quickly. What we need is the first two rows here, up to about there, you need to, if you wouldn't mind getting up for me, and just wandering a little bit further back up there. Just stand in, stand in, the, in the alleyway for, for a moment, um, because this is going to be a little bit messy. Uh, I need the goggles back. You've got the thingy there. Where's the, there's the thingy. There's Let's the thingy. get the thingy out with the thingy. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is this is not. Actually, you need to come get back a bit, back a bit, back a bit. You're not in a queue. You're just. This is safety. Okay. Uh, this is not a fire extinguisher. This is a carbon dioxide dispensing device. Okay. Uh, do you want to do the honours? Do you mind if I? I'll you give, do I'll the give it a try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll stand well back. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So, uh, carbon dioxide comes out of this at about minus 78, 79, something like that. Um, and uh, we haven't tried it exactly like this before, which is why this might be a total disaster. <laughs> All right. Anyone else want to have a go? No, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. All right, here we go. I can't hear anything. Hey! <laughs> I think we're all out. Okay. So, let's have a little look. Fingers crossed that we've got a little bit of a crust on the go. Uh, we didn't think about taking it off, did we? We just thought about putting it on. So, you can come and sit back down again. Come and sit. Um, so, we've sort of largely helped it along. That's <laughs> okay, it's not perfect, all right? I understand that. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to put it in, in a little um, dry ice bath. And hopefully, by the end of the show, it will be set and you can have a little try. I've probably just blown all the bubbles out, haven't I? I've probably mixed it around and... It'll be fine. This is really not working very well. <laughs> First time we've done the show, what can I say? All right. Oh, no, I've just thrown the goggles in the chocolate. All right. Okay, so, um, so that's it. Now it's just going to set for a little bit over there. And then we can... Oh, there's chocolate everywhere. I know, I Why know. didn't I think of this? Okay, um, so, um, so now what we thought we'd do is to have a little talk about the structure of chocolate. Um, which, at which point, we hand over to you, Andrea. So the amazing thing about chocolate is that we think about it as either being a solid, right? Little sort of lumps. We can put it in our mouth. And then we think that it melts. And I said before that one of the key things is this idea of the fat, right? And the fact that the fat melts at exactly the right temperature to give you that lovely gooey sensation. And does anyone remember, is there anyone here who is old enough to remember chocolate that was made during the Second World War or just after, during rationing? But is there anyone <laughs> here who remembers? Yeah, now you see the young man here. Now back then, one of the things that they tried to do was to see if they could use other oils, right, and other fats to try and make cheaper chocolate. And it never really worked, right? The chocolate was, was really kind of terrible. And the reason is because not only do you have the fat, right? And the fat has to melt at exactly the right temperature. But the other thing you need are all the little bits inside. And there's something really quite remarkable. When you're actually making chocolate, one of the key things is to actually mill it, right? And what they have to do is to break down all the particles. Now, you have the little mills there. Uh, the, the little nibs there. And the nibs, when you taste them, they taste it quite crunchy, right? And that's not at all like the chocolate sensation that we normally experience. And the reason is because what you do as you make the chocolate is you pass it through a series of rollers, 
right? You pass this sort of gloppy mess through a series of rollers. And the idea is to crush the little bits down. And they have to be broken down until they are about 1,000th the thickness of a human hair. At that point, that's when it starts to feel really smooth. But the interesting thing is that that liquid property of it, that flow property, is an illusion because it's actually a liquid and a solid together. Only the little bits inside are so small that you can't actually taste them. But as, of course, the fat melts and so on, what you get is an incredible release of flavor. And it's the flavor which you taste in your mouth. And because your mouth is warm, all of those molecules become volatile. And what they do is they end up in your nose. And that's when the flavor really starts to be interesting. You can do your crystallization um, fun bit. Now, one of the key things to ensuring that the chocolate will melt at the right temperature is actually making sure that it crystallizes just right. Can we now, go to my laptop, please, Jamie? When I said before, oh, I've just broken my chocolate fat molecule. Let me just put it back together again. One of the things I said to you before was that this stuff here has to solidify. And what's interesting is, how does it know how it's going to crystallize? These arms at normally are really kind of wriggly. And in the liquid, right, when it's molten, they tangle up in incredible ways. And chocolate is one of the hardest things to crystallize. And in order to get that perfect mouth-melting chocolate, it mustn't melt with the three legs parallel. It has to have the middle leg pointing up, and then you get loads of them side by side, in fact, head to tail, right, packing together. And this is an incredibly difficult process. And this is the process, right, which is really required in order to get the perfect chocolate. And so these huge efforts made to actually control the crystallization. Sorry, Jamie, it's, uh, sorry, now, it's, it's you first and then, and then us. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you the equivalent of what they do. That's going to be the second one with the IR camera. I'm going to do one to, to camera. First. I'm doing one with uh, the camera. Do, do you want okay. that, for, that for the IR camera first? It's, it's fine. It doesn't. I'll tell you what. I'll just put this thing. No, I'll put this thing for the IR camera over here. Yeah. Because we'll see that in a moment. Okay. First, I'm going to get another jar. And what I have here is a substance. It's called sodium acetate, which can be made to crystallize in much the same way that chocolate does. You cool it down. You cool it down, you cool it down. And then what the chocolate manufacturer does is they will drop in, if I can get the cap off, a little crystal of the correct structured chocolate. Now I'm going to take a little bit of crystal off the outside, and I'm going to drop it in. And watch what happens. Right? And what it does is it suddenly crystallizes, right? And the whole batch of chocolate now crystallizes in the correct structure, because the first one that lines up correctly sets up the next one, and that sets up the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And the whole thing goes solid. Now, what's really interesting is that as I hold this, this feels really rather warm. And that's quite neat. 
So now if we can go to my uh, laptop. Now whenever you crystallize something or whenever oh, you solidify wait, wait, don't, something. Don't take it off yet. 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 I won't set it off. Don't worry. And we're just going to get the IR camera in place. Oh, it's gone. It's no, gone. It's no, gone. No, oh, no. Ah, disaster. The timing. Watch. Can you see the way it's heating up? Look at the yellow color right in the middle of the solution. You can see it spreading down, 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 down. What's and you can see the, temp the temperature went, went up to, it's going, still going Absolutely. Up. The temperature's gone up to about 35 degrees or something like that. Now, this always happens. Whenever you freeze something, what it does is it gives out heat. But that means something really, really interesting. And that is that when you melt something, it actually cools down. And so the next time you eat some chocolate, especially the rather hard, crunchy, dark stuff. What I want you to do is to take your time. You have to take a deep breath and say, I'm going to do a scientific experiment. You take a tiny little piece of it, and what you do is you put it very gently on your tongue and feel the temperature. And what you'll feel if you don't bite, if you just leave it there, is you'll suddenly feel a cooling. And the cooling is exactly the reverse of what we've done there. So the key thing about chocolate is that we have to arrange the molecules just right, right? So that we get the densest, hardest, meltiest phase. And then when we pop it in our mouths, we get this weird thing of this cooling first and then the lovely warm goopiness, right? That Calm yourself. I'm sorry, Calm it's yourself. not fair, but I get to do it. <laughs> um, okay, we are actually running out of time, just by, by the I'm way. I'm going to get out of we, the way. We need to, we need to hustle on. So um, another, one of the really interesting things that chocolate does, it has lots of interesting properties, is something called shear thinning. Um, now, has anyone played with, um, uh, with corn flour and water and, and non-Newtonian? It's quite a fun thing to do. This is sort of the opposite. Could you call it the opposite of, yes. of that? Yeah. So this um, shear thinning, uh, chocolate does this, and this... It might not seem it to you, it's not, not an important thing for you guys, but when you're manufacturing chocolate on a massive scale, the, fact, the fluid dynamics of this stuff as it goes through the process when you're making millions of bars a day becomes immensely important. So what I've got here are three uh, chocolate fans. You can, you can go back, uh, live to you. yes, you've already done it. <laughs> you can go back, um, and what I'm going to show you is, is what it looks like. So over here we've got just an ordinary uh, chocolate fountain. What you've got here is an Archimedean screw, also called an auger, and that's bringing chocolate up and tipping it down these little sort of um, uh, waterfally bits. Oh, and it, some, it almost fits in together. Now, what's really interesting is the flow of it over the tips of the, of the, um, of the sort of the waterfalls. Because what you get is, it's, it, it, because of surface tension, it's drawn very strongly over the top edge, and there's more pressure there on the substance than there is at the bottom. So you get this sort of, it sort of it tips over, but then curls back on itself a little bit. And this is, this is shear thinning. Um, what we thought we'd do is show you another substance. Now, this is a substance that shows more shear thinning, uh, sort of there are more shear thinning, th shear thinning properties than chocolate does. This is a ketchup uh, chocolate fountain. <laughs> now, if you ever had a bottle of ketchup and you turn upside down and nothing happens, the ketchup doesn't go anywhere, that's because it needs to be under pressure to move. So when you whack it in the right place, um, it will then move a little bit. So that's why you have to sort of wobble it. <laughs> A little bit creepy, isn't it? Okay. 
Um, I don't know why, but okay. So, so, so it can come up the auger because because the auger puts it under pressure, but it's pretty slow. It, it sort of it, it feels a bit, a bit of tension doing it. It's slowly coming over the edge there, um, and because it's not under pressure up at the top, um, it's not sort of feeling any. It's not you know, it's not squished anywhere. <laughs> then it doesn't move. So it's acting like a solid. It's like a it's like a solid. Uh, we, we put it in completely the wrong configuration. <laughs> can we move it? I'm not sure we can. No, it's going to stay as it is. Um, so what you can see, and again, once it falls into these other little cups here, it just sits there because it's not under pressure. And you'll slowly, slowly, as you get more coming up, finally you'll, it'll, get, it'll get dumped on it so much that you get a, a, a gentle little bit of, sink, of sinking from it. But uh, really interesting. So this is, it's showing the properties of the chocolate fountain, but on a much stronger scale. Now, what is also quite interesting, and I think we might have to... Uh, actually, we'll start off on the live camera and then we'll switch to, to this one. Now, this may blow the machine up because uh, this is a golden syrup in a chocolate fountain. Oh, my gosh. So it's really straining the motor. Oh, that's a little bit better. And that's a golden syrup chocolate fountain. Now, so now what, what this is, now, it shows sheer thinning on a, on, a much, um, on a much sort of stronger level. So if we can switch to my laptop again, I will, let's have a look at it using the microscope. So let's pop that over there. Oh, no, that's me. Hello! All right. Uh, no, that's not there. And I've taken the camera out, so better put it back in again. Seamless. Absolutely seamless. There we go. Where's my camera? Where's my camera? Recognize it, baby. Uh, let's quit that and start it again. You're using the recording. That's the high-hard camera. Here we go. Right. Now, that's not bad, actually. So, if we focus that up, turn it around a little bit so that you can see the flow there, you should be able to see. It's, it's quite difficult to, to show you on, in strongly, but you should see that the bubbles, it, it, it's not quite got the definition for us, but the bubbles flow faster at the top of the, of the flow than at the bottom. Because, because surface pressure, surface tension is pulling them down. Um, and so you get that, again, you've got that, it, it flows over the top, but then pulls back on itself. And that's, that's an example of sheer thinning, um, which I think is really beautiful. Anyway, we can't, we can't linger on it because we're running out of time. Okay, so the other thing we we're going to talk about is flavors. Um, do you want to run us through the flavors? Yeah, the flavors of chocolate are unbelievable. People used to think that there were complicated, smelly things out there. But chocolate beats them all, hands down. If you read a textbook from about 15 years ago, it'll say that they had identified about 200 flavor molecules in chocolate. And when you actually crack open some chocolate and you put it in your mouth, it's so complex. And they've now realized that there's close to 20,000. And this is because the way in which you make chocolate is that you've not only got the plant, you take the plant, you take the pods, you cut them down. And one of the things you do is you let them ferment. And so what you have are yeasts and fungi that go in there and they start to metabolize what's in the pods. And what that does is it produces more and more smells. Now what I want to do is to get a couple of volunteers up here because I've got four molecules in these vials here. And afterwards, we'll pass them around so everyone can smell them. And I'm going to take 
the young man here, I'm going to take the young lady in the blue in the third row, yes? I'm going to take the young man in the turquoise greeny blue there, yes, that's you. And I want one more person. I think I'm going to take you in the gray on the end, on the, almost on the end. Okay? And what I've done, if you come up to the front, okay? Come up to the front, come, come up on the stage, right? And what we're going to do is I'm going to give you a little sniff of four different things which are in chocolate to greater or lesser extent. Now, 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 this young man is already saying yummy. <laughs> now let's go and find out. Okay, so let's get everyone in a row. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get you to smell very carefully. I'm just going to flash it past your nose, okay? So just sniff. <laughs> okay, somebody says yummy. You're not quite so convinced. That's disgusting, she says. You didn't even smell it. Yeah, you're not so sure. Let's just try again. Yummy. You still think it's <laughs> yummy. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's kind of interesting. Does it remind you of anything? It smells like sick. Now, that is perfect. Okay. Now, we're going to go with the molecule called noninal. It's a nine-carbon molecule. It doesn't have any smell. Try again. Anything else? Oh, oh, he says. It's gross. It's gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, that, that was really popular. Um, one person couldn't smell it. Three people. Now, okay, how about this one? Now, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to see whether you can work out. You think it's sugar. That's interesting. Does sugar have a smell? Oh, ooh. do you like it? Yeah, half, half. Do you like it? Yeah. You're smiling. You think it's the stuff on a cake? Yeah. What? It's, what did you say? Vanilla. Absolutely. It's a little bit of vanillin. So there will be a vial which will go around. And then there is, I think, my all-time favorite, which is 2-methylbutyric acid for the chemists here. You know what's going to happen. We all love that one, don't we? It smells weird. Ugh. Ugh. And what about this one? What do you think? It doesn't have any smell. Hang on a second. I still can't smell it. To me, this smells somewhere between cheese and feet. I can okay? smell it from here. So thank you very much. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pass these little vials around. And there's, there's about 20 of them, OK? They're, they have labels. Um, please don't take the little pieces of paper out, right? Because they're actually soaked in the stuff. And the whole point is so that it won't dribble on anyone. But have a little them, sniff. Please. And the intriguing thing is twofold. One is, what does it remind you of? But the other thing is to make you realize that the smell that is chocolate, right? is unbelievably complex because it's made up of so many different compounds. And so we'll pass a bunch of these around. They have little, little, little names on them, OK? And um, I hope some of you will kind of 
enjoy some of <laughs> them. Okay? So thank you very much for the volunteers. Give a round of applause. That's great. Okay. Uh, whilst you're being sick on each other, um, we'll carry on up here. So um, I think we're going to skip through a bunch of things. Uh, we'll, let's, let's, should we have a look at the, um, the uh, whisper bars? Yeah. So take a look. So, um, th so these are silicon moulds. Um, they're very easy to use. These are, we're just going to pop these out. Oh, sort of managed to do it. Sort of slightly fused to it a bit. You start with that that's one. That's the best one. Yeah. That's the best. Hey, that's coming out really well. Oh, there we are. That's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad-ish. Okay. So if you, I don't know if you can see that very closely, but there are lots of tiny little bubbles in there that, that have managed to get, stay in there. Um, you kind of need to leave this to rest for quite a while, but heck, we'll, we'll hand yeah, it out we've anyway. Got, we've got some that we made yeah. earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'll try a little bit. I'll try. Oh, that's pretty nice. We'll try. Yeah. Okay, I'm covered in chocolate. Um, so I think what we'll do, actually, is we will save these for after the show, because we are running out of time. I know people, some people are going to have to leave. Um, so you can have a, a taste of some of the things that we've made here. We've also got the um, honeycomb here. So this is the crunchy bar. Looks exactly like a crunchy bar, doesn't it? Hugh uh, has coated it in the most expensive chocolate known to man, so uh, very sophisticated. Um, little shards of that, and you can have a little try of that as well. Um, what we thought we'd also do, I better wash my hands to do this, is uh, let one person have a taste of a golden chocolate bar. So who's a, a gentleman over there in the purple jacket? Yeah. Uh, come down safely and quickly as you can. Uh, just very quickly then. So I'll get this started. Uh, what we've got here, where did I just put it? I got it out and I put it down. Where did I put it? Just put it over there. Here it is. OK. So what's your name? Elliot. Elliot. This is Elliot. Uh, do you like chocolate? Are you, are you allergic to anything, by the way? No. no absolutely nothing. No. Promise me? Is this your parents up there? Mm -hmm. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take some 24-karat uh, gold. That's a piece of 24 karat gold, and put it straight over the chocolate that we had earlier. Now, gold has its own E number. Uh, it is which one? I can't remember if it's 134 or 135. It's one of the two. Oh, I, I wrote it on there. Uh, so it's perfectly safe to eat. Uh, it's very, very thin. And that is your golden uh, uh, whisper bar. Whisper bar. There you go. Have a little taste of that. By the way, uh, if you put your fingers on it, they'll just disintegrate. <laughs> There you go. Very good. You can lick those. That's yeah, fine. Lick your golden fingers. That's very good. And that is li literally the poshest chocolate bar in the world. Okay. All right. You can go back and sit back down again. Thank you very much. Give them a round of applause. Uh, I mean, that is, it's atoms thick. It's beaten so thinly. You, you can buy those little sheets of gold, actually. It costs about 70p each. And they use a little bit in Indian sort of feast cookery. So you'll, and you will find it on chocolates every now and then, but it's normally a tiny little bit of it. I quite like to be a whole piece on like that. It's great. Uh, so those are the aero bars. Uh, I'm just trying to wrap things up because we've because we're really run out of time. Um, we've, uh, so we'll, we'll let you taste some of those. Um, do you want to talk about stimulants? Or, no. or should, we, should we skip ahead? No. In which, no, case, no in which case, I would like to say that we have been working with Mars on a new show um, which we're doing at the Big Bang Fest. So if anyone's around and can come to Birmingham for between, I think it's the 16th and 19th, um, we're doing a show on stage there which is called uh, Gastronaut and the Quantum Mechanical Chocolate Factory. And it's, uh, it's some absolutely extraordinary science, um, all rooted back to, um, to chocolate. And Mars um, have been very kind to us. They've, um, uh, they've, uh, they're bringing a whole load of, literally, of massive conveyor belt kit, which we're going to have live on stage. And on our visit to them um, last week to do a bit of a site check, um, we made, uh, I, said, I said, we've got to give people something spectacular at the end of the show. 
So they, we made this mould right there and then um, in their... They've got this big development plant, which look, just looks like a massive factory anyway, because they're all, all working constantly on, uh, on new ideas. And this is... I need a... a uh, let's just take that one there. I'll be with you in a second. So this is a giant chocolate bar. Let's just... Uh, actually, can I just... Get out of here! <laughs> right. So this is a massive... Mars bar. Now, I should add, it's not totally solid, although you did use a heck of a lot of chocolate in there. There's, a quite, there's a big gap in the middle. Um, come along and see us um, after the show. I'm, I'm going to be out the front. Um, I've got some books um, that you can buy. They're the incredible Edibles book. Um, and, uh, or, or you can come along, and come along and chat to us anyway. Andre, you're going to come out as well, are you? I might. Yeah, and come and chat to us, and, and, and any questions you've got to ask us, um, come, come do. And uh, you can have a little piece of that. You don't have to buy a book. Uh, to have a bit of chocolate. <laughs> uh, you can come, come and grab a little bit. Um, and we'll have the, the other things that, that we've got here as well. And if anybody wants ketchup, they will be available <laughs> too. We've got a heck of a lot of that. Um, I'd like to say thank you very much to Lucinda for um, bringing us back here. This is the third time Lucinda's asked us. And then Shelley, uh, who's around here as well, who's absolutely gorgeous and, um, and is always here to help. And, and she, she got us here in the first place, didn't she? Yes. Um, thank you very much. And thank you here to the production team as well, to these guys who've helped us out. Um, I should add, we're not here to promote eating chocolate, okay? Oh, no. no. Oh, no. You should eat a balanced diet. I mean, it's a great treat, and it's a treat because of everything that, that Andrea mentioned. It's because it's got this extraordinary melting point. It's got all the sugar. It's got the fat. I mean, it's, it's an avalanche of everything good about food. Um, so, um, so come along and have a little chat to us afterwards. Um, thank you guys so much for coming along. Uh, you need that, actually. Oh, you're going to do it that way? No, wait, 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 wait. We're not there yet. We're not yet. You will know when we're there. You will know when we're there. Are oh, you going to do it that way? Yeah. Oh, you can do it that way. Yeah. All right, you ready? Ready? Three, ready? Two, two, one. one. Go. So this is normal whisper bars. I get my back off. <laughs> normal <Whoa>. whisper bars. <laughs> I forgot to explain why we're doing it. Uh, okay. The reason we did the that. Lights. The reason we did that is the normal Whisper bars have CO2 in which you can make at home from lemon juice and bicarbonate soda. Ladies and gentlemen, from all of us three and everyone here at Cambridge Science Festival, have a brilliant week. Thank you very much.